0: Hey, it's your OptoLive team with your OptoLive podcast.
1: A rad program for personalized optimal living.
0: Enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody. Uh, We've got Dr. Amy Banter. I'm Eric Banter here. We're going to talk a little bit about gut testing. And I know, Amy, you're so big on tests don't guess. Mm -hmm. And I know we've thrown that out there a little bit. This is one of a handful of tests that I know that you do so do you want to give us um just a high level of what are some of the tasks and why we're going over this one today
1: sure um, we're actually going to talk about the gut test because Eric's just came back no, I know. in my inbox, so we wanted to review it. He, You did one a year ago, right? and we implemented some lifestyle changes and just some natural supplements and herbal things, everything natural, and so we're going to share his results with all of you. Oh my God, today. this is so exciting. Why do we even Well, what are some of the tests? Because right? oh, you, you tests, talk the about the
0: 23 of me, I know is one of them.
1: Well, um, in general, we have on our consultation services where we can do some different analyses. One of them, the 23andMe, is a unique thing. And it's not just 23andMe. It can be Ancestry. Oh, that's true. We take genetic data and we can use that. We upload it to a program that then looks at your genes. And there's something called gene SNPs, which are just little alterations in our genetic code that can impact how proteins are made in our body, which then could impact how enzymes are made, could impact how we digest food, can impact how we absorb vitamins, and could impact how um, we make different receptors in our body that have different functions. And so what we do is using that, we're just going to look at potential vulnerabilities in your body that right. then we could make some lifestyle changes and for and most people i mean it isn't it is.
0: kind of nice just to know these things Yeah, and this isn't uh, necessarily mean that you're testing
1: have... well we're not testing for disease i'm no. not testing for things such as alzheimer's right, right. or risks for any type of genetic disorder this is just looking at you know our bodies have to function we have to make things and we're always um making dna making cells making enzymes and different things in our body and um, we do that through food that we eat and through we also do this through um, things such as our sleep and our exercise as far as telling our body how to function and we know that those actions can actually turn on and off little switches in our genes and our chromosomes and make us express things or make us quiet things And so what we want to do is try to express our genes, our genetics as optimally as we can. And so one of the tests that we can do is if you've already done something like 23andMe or Ancestry. Which shows you what um, I may be prone to. Yeah, and some people do it literally just to find out their ancestry. You don't have to do health reports through Ancestry or 23andMe. Well,
0: definitely if they're working with you, not at all, because that's a big part of what mm-hmm. you're doing.
1: And if you've not done those, then you can we can guide people through that. You pay to get that data, and then once it's there, you... We send you instructions and upload it, and it's it's fascinating. It's been really fun. And it's usually if you just do the
0: ancestry, I think it's ninety nine dollars. We've seen them offer specials for forty nine dollars occasionally, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So, but ninety nine dollars, and if you try to do their health, they try to throw an extra hundred at you. And their health health reports really
1: just look at, and you can still do that. Their health reports give more information about like, do you carry some heritable risks for different cancers or genetic disorders like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and those are big decisions to make. I think that's something that because obviously if that comes back positive such as oh I have a higher risk of developing Alzheimer's that can be a little alarming to people and you need to be connected in with somebody whether it's your physician or contacting someone to process okay what does this mean for me and are there some lifestyle changes and choices that I can do to hopefully not make those genes express because remember we always say our genes load the gun but our lifestyle pulls the trigger so our genetics and opt live is all about the faith. lifestyle and opt live is all about what you can do right. to be empowered
0: so, so, thank you. So, Opti-Lit, the uh, 23 and Me is one test, mm-hmm. and I know this Nutraval is another one.
1: Mm-hmm. Nutraval is a nutritional assessment that is done through blood which is and pretty urine, cool. and that is looking at your vitamins, your minerals, antioxidants, your omega-3, 6, and 9 fatty acids, your amino acids, which are basically what your pro where, you know, they come from proteins. Proteins are made um, up of amino acids and um, it even looks at some toxicity. And um, so what it's doing is looking at right now when you do the test, what your nutritional status is. And what we're trying to do is find an optimal state. So you can do a blood test, a regular blood test to your doctor, and they'll say, oh, your vitamin B12 is fine. And so that means you're not deficient enough that you're going to be have disease and be you know having some major expression of problems but you can be insufficient um and that not, not be picked up on a routine lab it's right. shocking how many people i will do these tests on and then we'll see that they're very low in many vitamins or mm. they're not getting enough of proteins and things and so right. it's just awesome it will then what we can do is make some recommendations on what you need to change in your diet, or what other um, supplements that you might need to right. do. Right.
0: Initially, and I know I've done that too, is I get on some supplements until I can change my intake. And then usually if you eat right, then you can get a lot of things there, but not maybe 100% of it. But yeah. So then what's a, what's one more before we get and to then, the gut testing? There's um, one, up, I think you, did you do a Oh, DD? the food sensitivity. The if food you're sensitive. interested
1: you can also do food sensitivity testing. And after looking at Eric's, I think that's what we're going to have oh, to do gosh. next. Oh, <laughs> Seriously? I haven't shared with him all of this, so he gets to <laughs> learn learn all of this today listening <laughs> while you're listening with us. Um, but doing food sensitivity testing... Um, it's it's an amazing thing. There are so many different companies, and heck, I even saw something on Facebook, I think, where you could order it yourself and it'd come to your house, and obviously you don't have anybody to help interpret it or anything, but there's a company that we use, and um, it's a really good deal. It's like $99 for 99 foods that they test, and it's very comprehensive. It's your standard foods that you are eating, you know, meats and fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and spices and grains. Um, if you, somebody's vegetarian, you can change it to a vegetarian profile. But um, now remember, these are not food allergies, and I know there has been a lot of, um, I think, quad controversy and questioning in the traditional medical field. But now there are more and more studies and and papers published and things out there showing that if somebody is having some reactivity, a delayed reaction to food. It, means, it doesn't mean you eat it and your lips swell or you get hives, right? It's not a true allergy. But it is causing it your body to form system, antibodies yeah. and it taxes your immune system. And it can have a whole slew of... Issues and effects. And so... And so a
0: lot of times when people are feeling tired, it could be something as simple mm-hmm. as the food that they're eating. They don't even know it's causing And the problem an
1: issue. is these delayed reactivities can take anywhere from one yeah, to three days to appear. So you may have a headache and it could have been something you ate two days ago. Mm-hmm. So that's the third one. And then the and final then to one... The, to it's the one the we're talking about testing. today. So what? How
0: are you going to dissect this? What, and
1: this is um, now, and I will talk about. So Eric, we did all of these on you except the food allergy, and so we um, we did um, the gut test on you, <laughs> and the way you do this, I guess who who would who would we want? Well, to yeah, I mean, if that's we're that's looking at. <laughs> looking at the He's uh, got a guy here. And literally, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see what he's pointing to for me to So, time. yeah.
0: So, right. up on the board, we we have the, I mean, who who should get a gut test, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we said why do you get one? How do you get one? Okay. And then what once you get one, what do you what are you looking at?
1: Well, who? Honestly, I personally think everyone should um, because our gut is so crucial in our overall health. You maybe have heard of them say your gut is your second brain. Our gut is, it has these lymphoid tissues, which is the presence of 70% of our immune system that originates there. And so That's the amazing. gut they're yes. discovering 70% is of the system so much of um, health or disease. And anything from... Um, I mean, literally, it could be GI symptoms such as stomach aches, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation. But it can also get as far as fatigue and headaches and autoimmune disease and high blood pressure and um, food allergies. Why are you having that? It could be um, inflammatory bowel disorders. I mean, there is a whole slew of things that we know can um, have some imbalance in your gut as part of the root of what's going on. But if you're trying to live optimally, and that's what this is all about—not necessarily just for disease—but we're looking more at prevention. And so uh-huh. we always have. There are billions of bacteria in our gut, healthy bacteria. Many hear them as probiotics. Well, didn't
0: you tell me there's more bacteria in the body than there actually are cells yes. in the body? Yeah. So we're than, actually more, more bacteria. bacteria than our own- cells cells.
1: and they have to be in a proper balance and we get them through foods we eat Um, we are actually inoculated meaning we get our bacteria through birth yeah and so a lot of time what we've seen is there are very sterile births we give moms antibiotics a lot of times when they're born or babies are born a lot of c-sections and we normally would get it as we go through the canal and so Babies that have C-section births, um, they don't often get that good set of bacteria, or babies that have had, moms have antibiotics, and so those are can actually affect things. Plus, we don't we live in very sterile environments. We take oh, tons yeah. of bac- or, um, antibiotics, which causes imbalance in our gut, and then food feeds our good bacteria, fiber. And so we're also eating a very poor fiber diet because we eat a lot of processed food. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of toxins and foods uh, and chemicals and just preservatives and things like that that also can affect our healthy balance. And our so this can be guts. very telling as to how and someone so lives. so this can give you an idea of what <laughs> do I need. People ask me all the time, should I take a probiotic? Well, not necessarily everyone needs to take a probiotic, but what we can do is through this testing then I can give you a guide because this actually looks at your good bacteria. Right. Um, So hopefully, so honestly, anyone, but especially if you're having some type of a concern or fatigue, oh, this is another one, weight trouble, like people that are having trouble, Mm. they can't lose weight or people that are having trouble keeping weight on. There are some bacteria that have been shown to affect that, that they've been studying in some relations, and we can make some recommendations based on that as well.
0: And I know for myself, and now we do a really good job of trying to live optimally, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we, we, we know how to do it, and we try to live that way to the best of our ability. Uh, but I know that I've had this test um, a year ago, and then once again now, and I've looked a little bit at, at and so there's some differences. So there's mm-hmm. a story to be told um, on what I can be doing to move myself even to another level. Correct. And there's no way I would have known that had we not done this test. Yeah, there's no way um, we would have. Because I would have argued, oh, I'm doing all of this, yeah, and, and five, you would five, say, I, I probably are. a every day
1: or three times a day. Yeah. I don't have that. And
0: so you know, I know you're going to get into that mm-hmm. in a little bit, but so we, we how we do this is through a kit. A kit
1: is and mailed, it's mailed to, to client, you. client. So
0: they would, they would schedule an appointment with you, you would say, hey... It looks like we're going to do the gut, and then you're mailing a kit to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a fee for this that is at cost, and what does that cost? Three seventy
1: nine, three hundred seventy nine right. dollars. So that's
0: just the cost of it. We don't, we don't, yeah, do that's anything extra. stuff not through extra. us, that's not through through us. That's yeah. That's just mm-hmm. them. Um,
1: and then it's a um, stool collection, so you do get to collect your poo at home, and there's a little container. That, yeah, it's a small amount. I just want to tell people. It can sound very overwhelming, and I haven't sit for months. Sometimes in people's house, I'm like, it's not that much. So you literally get a little sample, and there's a little little um, spoon with on like it. I've done it a couple with times. Some liquid in there, and then you're going to get the spoon, and literally, it's not. That it's much. not that you hard. Put in. You fill it. There's already liquid, so you want the liquid to rise to the line. You shut it. You sign. Shake it. The you baker, shake it, and then you send you it sign back. It, and there's yeah. a prepaid. It wasn't as big a deal as what you label FedEx. Yeah thing that you box yeah. that you send it back in. if anything it might and be a within little funny a couple weeks then we get that information back and um, so what
0: what happens when you get it back amy so well, what are you looking at with me
1: well what we're looking so at tell them, them where i, I was a year ago let's and, step through what it tests for okay, and then yeah, i can compare yeah, them yeah, because yeah. that'll help then i can say what Good. you showed yeah. um so we're looking at in general the first thing it looks through is your um what we call bacterial pathogens. So maybe bacteria that are there that probably shouldn't be, um, such as, I mean, people have heard of things like C. diff or E. coli and things. So those are bacteria or something else, campylobacter. Those are bacteria so it's that bad we bacteria. could get. They're bad bacteria that can, some people can carry and not be sick. And it hasn't caused an infection, but you are carrying it. Mm. And um, sometimes it's through foods we're eating or... Who knows or antibiotics you had that allowed the bad bacteria to get overgrown. It also tests for parasites and different other oh, H. pylori, which can cause ulcers, can actually a lot of people carry H. pylori, but in high counts it can increase your risk of ulcers, so that's always good to know. And then it looks at your good bacteria. Um, we hear a lot about lactobacillus and bifidobacter and things. And those are good bacteria that we're looking at. And we want to make sure you've got enough of those good bacteria and in the proper balance. Um, some of those, even like we talked about, can affect our weight metabolism and management. And there's even a few bacteria that we know people can carry that can be a potential trigger for autoimmunity, such as, um, rheumatoid arthritis, um, inflammatory bowel disease, something called, um, ankylosing spondylitis. So they're just seeing some relations. So when people carry those, it can increase your risk that you could be in the future, develop an autoimmune problem. And by knowing
0: this, then we can help them with a plan or the next steps Mm -hmm. to either offset or minimize the effects of diets or supplements.
1: And then yeast or fungal infections and Candida is very common. A lot of people, have a little yeast that's normal on our skin there's bacteria and yeast and things but what we're looking at is your balance of it and not having the high account or overgrowth and that's usually caused by either overdoing antibiotics or a high sugar and processed food diet Mm -hmm. and then also it goes through um, other I said parasites and sounds gross but worms Um, believe it or not people Get different things like that, parasites and worms all the time, and we clear them. We get exposed through our food. Our it body manages this.
0: Stuff typically, how many
1: times do we even hear about these outbreaks of food from lettuce being contaminated and things? And usually, our body right manages it and clears it, and we don't get. If sick. your immune system is strong if enough, yes. If
0: it's tired, if then this, this is when things usually are off. And if
1: you have enough of the good bacteria or your immune system strong, you're right, Eric.
0: And how this gut, well, this gut test will help us. Mm-hmm. Help, we the, help clients to determine how what's really taxing their and system then the last right now.
1: Things that are needed. It does look at more kind of some inner intestinal health, like your digestion. If your enzymes look like they're good, they're not too high or too low, or if you're being able to digest properly. Because if you're having high fats in your stool, maybe you're not digesting it enough. It looks at um, for blood, and obviously, if somebody does have a high amount of blood, then we would send you back to your doctor because that needs checked out with maybe a colonoscopy. It looks at immune function and response, such as like antibodies that might form from gluten. And then it looks at inflammation. So, Eric, should we go over um, your old results and then look at your name? Yeah. Okay, so when Eric first did his, he had... It really wasn't terrible, but you did have a few things that showed up. You had a parasite and... Um, <laughs> And then also you have Probably
0: for my sushi stuff. Yeah,
1: that's what I do think it was for sure because... <laughs> I cut that out a lot, his nutrition which I don't testing like. And it showed doing. high mercury, which again, we do feel like that all went with probably the sushi. Um, but that's not on the stool test. That was on the nutri- NutriVal that we did. And then there's also, um, in the past, it's interesting, your immune system showed a little taxing. Your secretory IgA level was low. Your anti gliadin antibody, which is against wheat, was high. And your mm-hmm. calprotectin was pretty high, which is an inflammatory response. So now on this follow-up, after we did some dietary changes, oh, you did a ton we of stuff. did some natural supplements. And I um, even did a, a really cool natural antimicrobial balancing that can help. It's, it's literally like oregano and garlic and different things. But there's a company that has a really nice natural drop that just helps balance balance that out. Um and also we added some healthy probiotics. Um your parasites is now gone. Your inflammation is gone. It's only a 1 out of 173. So it's normal and it was very high. And your immune system has responded and rebounded so you got lot a good better, immune even hormone. mentally. However, you are still showing high anti-gluten antibodies. So unfortunately, and honestly, you've probably cut wheat gluten out eighty. Oh my gosh! 90%. So it's
0: just a tiny little bit. So just unfortunately
1: it off? for you, and this is what's interesting. I mean, some people this isn't a permanent thing. I can't forever, even tell you the we, last time
0: I had gluten.
1: Well, your birthday. I think you did cheat last week when we were eating out, and there were some. I might have had um, a beer. So, um, yeah, you did. So you know, and it, it, some people can do that, and right. they're fine. I've had patients that. We say cut it out for two to three months and retest, or reintroduce, and then retest, and and they're fine, and they'll stay at zero. But because once their other gut inflammation is balanced, but we do know through Eric's genetics, he also carries an HLA um, antigen um, deficiency, basically that makes you prone to celiac. You don't have celiac. You don't have symptoms of celiac. He doesn't have any symptoms like you would think with weed either, which is so fascinating. So again, I think buddy, but you have had, I think since you've stopped it, you have felt better. Oh Less yeah. inflammation. No. Night and day. You've lost weight. Your metabolism seems better. I'm yep, down 10 pounds. Your sleep is much better. So I think it's very subtle. And I think that's I where we work together more, with people to try to figure out how do we help. And so, you know, I don't think it was one thing. I think it was this multitude, but I do highly recommend anyone that has the opportunity to do this gut testing. It's so fascinating. We've done it on all of our kids. Um,
0: and if you want to do it, you just go to shamrockwellness.com, optalib.com, either one. And right on the front there, it says schedule an appointment. And uh, you know, after you schedule an appointment, you would go in and probably do the consult- consultation. And then after you click that one, you'll see Amy and click her. And uh, you can set up that first appointment, and then she can get you set up with uh, this gut testing. Um, after the gut testing, then um, after the results come in, then you would work with them on that. Correct. Um, and we also have the analysis uh, service as well that would we'll do a deep dive into a few more tests as well. If they yeah, want some want to do,
1: wanna that. do the whole. We've had many. say you, you want, want to do them say, all, the it all, analysis one, maybe start with so again because Eric is showing this anti-gliadin being high in the secretory IgA. I do think doing some further food sensitivity because there's sometimes cross-reactivity and oats and different things or corn right we'll see some cross-reactivity and you may need to tweak your diet just a little bit more to help everything but yeah overall you're looking good yay
0: good to hear well I appreciate your services to me honey that was awesome <laughs> for all of your knowledge um, so this is um, obviously a great opportunity for you guys. If you have any questions, definitely uh, shoot us a note. Uh, we're happy to answer those. Um, these uh, podcasts are ones that, that it looks like you guys are lear- wanting to learn more about. So we definitely want to provide these. So keep telling us what you're looking for. Um, go to the website scheduled if you're wanting it. Um, otherwise, This is Dr. Amy and Eric. We're going to sign off. We wish you guys a wonderful evening. See ya. Bye. Hey, this is the Optolive team
1: with your Optolive podcast.
0: And as always, breathe, breathe, eat, move, sleep.